I don't think anybody should be doing business or entrepreneurship alone. It's not always something you've done. No doesn't mean no, not ever, not anyone. It means not today, not now, not for me. Women entrepreneurs telling me in my office or in my home working on my yeah. business and I, I feel so alone. I can't even believe that is still happening. How do I take my business to the next level? You just gave them the secret. That is the secret for whoever's listening. The secret is welcome, Stephanie. Hi, Adrian. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. I'm so glad and honored to have you as a guest on our podcast. I have been so incredibly excited to have this interview with you for so many different reasons. And I've got a lot of amazing questions for you. So for those of our audience who do not know who you are and what you do, can you just give us sort of a quick version of what you do and all the amazing work and support that you give others? Yeah, absolutely. So I think if I can summarize it um, in one sentence, it's really I help uh, women business owners. So in uh, multiple different ways. Um, yeah, like that, that's yeah. my one sentence of what I do. I love that. And you know, it's funny because you are one of many powerhouse women that I have the honor of meeting as well as interviewing and I know because I'm very much the same where you're sort of in the background elevating all and empowering <clears throat> educating and everything all these incredible founders entrepreneurs CEOs and whatnot and that's where you thrive has that always sort of been your comfort zone if you will oh no no um I mean, if I go way back, I, um, you know, was a really shy person. I wouldn't have really gone out of my way um, to to help others. So, um, be, because I was, you know, not confident, I, I was shy. So when I look back, it's really amazing. Um, I find that you know, I've, I've come to this point in, um, in my career and just, um, what I do, but the, the point I want to make to you, Adrian, is that when, when you start helping people, it's like, it's addictive. So you want to like continue doing it and you're, you're just surrounded by so many like amazing people and you, just want to continue being around them you, you want to help them you want to connect them so that they can help each other so um yeah i'm just i'm happy with the way it is now and i you know i look back and i'm like i i can't even like recognize um who i was like early in my career i love that because you know you and i chatted just before uh starting the podcast and I know you and most people do, you know, have a little bit of reservation, you know, and a little and I still before I go on stage or before I start a podcast, I still get, <clears throat> excuse me, let's call it a little bit of nerves and a little bit of, you know, jitters and well, what will I do? What will I say? And I think that's very common. Um, I, I know you know a little bit about my background, but I've worked with greats like Mick Jagger, Bono, and they still get those same nerves. So I feel like 
it's sort of uh, not that this is a performance per se, but it is sort of a performance in a sense of you putting yourself out there. I did, you know, for everybody that knows my podcast, I don't give any of the guests any questions. So you're coming in sort of blind and very much trusting me. And for that, I'm incredibly honored. Thank you. But, you know, I chose you to be a guest on the podcast for a very, very specific reason. And that is to celebrate what you do for others. Because so many of the times I feel that it really does take a village and it takes a lot of people to support whether it is founders, excuse me, businesses, entrepreneurs and whatnot. And I know what you do and we're, we're not really, and that's what I was really clear on that we're not really focused on the business side of it. It's focused on your work and your contributions, but it's incredible what you do. And I don't know, and I love the fact that you sort of said, well, it's a little bit of an addiction, which is so true because, you know, the greats say if you live in gratitude and if you serve others, that's where, that's where the secret happiness is, right? And so I know that you found that. But sort of to take it one step further, do you recognize knowing what your work does for others? Do you know how impactful it is to them and to their success? Um, that's a good question. I mean, I don't think about it because I'm just like doing, doing, and it's just like just part of what I do. But I, I, I think when people come back to me and say, um, hey, uh, actually, I have a good example of that. I was talking to someone um, last week and they said, there was something you said to me, Stephanie, seven years ago. Do you remember we were like at this restaurant having lunch? Wow. And that was just, you don't realize like how impactful that was. And of course, I remember being at the lunch, but I don't remember exactly what it was that I said. But... Um, you know, hearing that, that's when it comes back to you and you're like, ah, I, I guess I did have an impact. So in retrospect, but I don't like sit around and think like, what have I done for others? It, it's more when, you know, when I, I get the feedback or somebody sends me mm. a message on LinkedIn and um, says like, oh, you, you've helped me with this or um, you've given me good advice or I loved um, your your post, it was helpful. Or, um, you know, in, in my job, if a woman business owner comes back, it, like it could be years later and says to me, hey, remember that event um, that you helped organize? Um, I, you know, de- developed, um, like I, I made a connection there with a buyer. I nurtured the relationship and here I am like four years later and I've got a million dollar contract out of it so that's when that's when I think about it like to answer your question I love that and you know what the examples and the analogies are really what I love and what others love because you know people always are on the chase of happiness and 
to me, happiness are these moments. They're, they're the small moments. And, you know, I love the one where you said seven years ago, right? Because you're right. Sometimes you don't really know how you've affected somebody's life. But I can guarantee you, knowing the work that you do, I've read a lot of what you've put out there. It's so incredibly insightful, helpful. There's a wealth of knowledge in what you what you produce. And so I never want you to minimize that. And I really want to celebrate that. And, you know, you brought something up really uh, important that sort of my mind stuck to a little bit because, you know, part of what I do and my talks are about, you know, obtaining confidence and rock star confidence. And what rock star confidence really is sort of in one sentence or less is believing in yourself. And I can't tell you it's, it's not just you. It's not just me. There are women that are just rocking it and killing it in businesses, in boardrooms, in just in life. And when they actually come and either sit and talk to me, write an article, or they're one of my clients, and they tell me, you know, I never had the confidence. I find that's where Rockstar Confidence and the whole, you know, branding uh, was born because I recognized that these women who you and I would think have an abundance of confidence don't and so it's really simplistic in the way that i sort of cut it up and say well this is how you can obtain it super simple really achievable but uh do you feel that you have run into women where you're giving them confidence through your knowledge and expertise i believe yes but i just i'm curious to hear what you have to say um I, I mean, I did allude to the fact that there was a time in my life where I didn't have like a lot of confidence and I don't really know how I got from there to here, but it's it's probably just, you know, gaining the experience and, you know, just feeling um, comfortable with oneself. But um, yes, I uh, talk to women business owners all the time and some of them admit, like, I, I just uh, don't have the confidence to um, either, like, go and, and bid on, like, a big contract or, um, you know, put my name out there to be a speaker at an event or even write a success story. Um, and sometimes you, like, I have to get it out of them. Like, why is it that you don't want to do it? And they might say, I don't have time. I, I you know, this and Those that. Those are excuses. That's, yeah. They're not reasons. They're excuses. Yeah. At the end of the day, like those that I really know personally, I'm like, oh, it's, you know, it's a lack of confidence. And you, you just have to put it out there. And it's not always going to be successful, but um you know that's how it starts right uh, 100% you, yeah i love that and you know when we talk about confidence that is at least a 10 part series with you and i because you know i go back to saying people think confidence is um like you said like experience or knowledge or um a whatever to me it's just believing in yourself and how you believe in yourself super simple is just being authentic it always coming from a good place and you brought up such a good point which i love um like the outside influences this is just one of the healthy non-negotiable boundaries that i have which is 
I don't let the outside influences uh, affect me. So if I put something out there that authentically, um, honestly, um, and with the right intentions that have been has been produced and somebody doesn't like it, that's okay. You know, I'm not for everybody or the topic's not for everybody and not everything's gonna do great. And I feel that what holds people back is the confidence to say, no matter what, no matter what happens, not only, let's just say, as a business uh, owner or an entrepreneur founder, but also as a human being, if you put yourself out there, of course you risk failure, you risk no, you risk rejection, um, criticism and whatnot, but that's okay. Like, I, I feel like we're, we're so like scared and terrified, like it all is sort of fear-based. Yes. And so, you know, when I hear, oh, I don't have the time, I don't have the, you know, I've got four kids and eight businesses and I don't have time either. But you know what? You make the time for things that are important, right? And so I feel that if we can empower women just by even having these very authentic conversations by saying it's okay to do something that comes from a really good place and an authentic place, put it out there. To, and I, I don't always mean on social media. Like you yeah. said, you can go and speak on a stage. Mm -hmm. You can present your idea to a few other founders or colleagues or teammates or whatever the case may be. Some people are just very uncomfortable with social and that's okay. Yeah. Um, and yes, when you put some stuff out there, you are um, at risk for criticism and whatnot. But again, but, it's, it's okay. I mean you're also at risk, if that's the right term, of like immense opportunities, right? Mm. Like you you have to balance it out. And I, I think just generally we're too, we worry too much about like what other people um, think. So, um, you know, I, I, I think like put yourself out there and if it ends up helping like just one person or two people and you get that email like seven years later and somebody says to you like that really impacted the trajectory of my career or my business i mean wasn't it all like worth it that's how i look at it a thousand percent and you know that's the whole point and when i look back at even private investigation I mean, people come to us, it, it's kind of like lawyers or doctors or dentists. People come to us when their lives are falling apart. You know, they're at risk with um, their partners, uh, you know, taking their whole business, uh, family law matters, infidelity, addiction, questionable behavior, child custody, missing children, elder abuse, whatever the case may be. And a lot of times people once you know we've served them and and this took me a long time being in this for over two decades now i felt it was a very negative business until like to your point i started getting the text messages or the cards or the emails the communication saying hey you know i you came to me at a very dark place in my life however you know happily backpacking single across europe um, my kids are now grown. I've got, you know, four kids. You know, when I knew you, I had two. Happily married, happily do whatever the case is. Have a new business, have a new business partner, you know, rectify that. Whatever it is that life gives us back. And it's not always going to give it back, right? Like you said, seven years. You were, you might have already maybe forgotten that incident. But yeah. 
I think it's also, it goes back to your belief system. And I do, and you and I had this instant connection when we met, because I just felt your vibe and your energy comes from such authenticity. And I think that is the key to confidence and and everything else in your life is that if you are a good person, if you're a kind person, if you're an authentic person, then what you do personally and professionally um, it is serving and helping others, which obviously that's uh, the path you and I have both chosen, then you can never be wrong and you can never go down a road that's not for you. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right about that. That's a Do good you way feel that way as in. well? Because I, I think too, I mean, depending on sort of what the situation is, and I, I don't know what that might be sort of in your business, but maybe if you think, well, you know, I put, you know, something out, I'm just going to uh, say LinkedIn, because that's sort of how you and I have been communicating. And, you know, it only got this many views or this many, you kind of think, hmm, I wonder if that, you know, wasn't the right choice, or wasn't the right article, or was it, maybe it was just, I always look at, you know, sort of rejection as redirection, not that it's a rejection. Uh, obviously, you're doing Rockstar on LinkedIn. But, you know, I almost look at it as a chance to learn, or just to at least be curious. It's not always something you've done. It could be timing, it could be a million yeah. other things. Do you look at it that way sometimes too? Um, I I think a couple of years ago, like I, I started being more active on LinkedIn, I think during the pandemic, because I mean, what, what else was there to do, right? Um, and at first it wasn't like resonating with, um, you know, that many people, but o over time it does. And certainly now I get more um, feedback, but the, there's still, like, I, I think there's something I posted um, maybe four weeks ago that got one like, but uh, who cares? Like, I I know that, you know, I'm going to have another idea for posting something else, um, like advice or just like an experience I've had. And um, people, it will resonate with people. So um, I, I think because historically it has, I have... Um, I have the the vision, I guess, to and confidence and confidence. Yeah, see, even I have trouble with that. But um, I just know because I've done it before, you know, I can I can do it again. So 100 yeah. percent. And, you know, I think with posting, you know, it, it's a whole nother conversation and a whole nother animal. But I think, you know, so much depends on whether it is successful depends what's going on in the news at that moment or that hour it depends on economy time of day whatever the case is right and and how linkedin serves it up and so to me i don't put a lot of value to that but what i do put a lot of value to is the fact that you didn't say oh my goodness i think i failed i you know i must be doing something wrong it wasn't a tragedy it was simply oh okay next and that's really exactly. what, what being yes. a founder or an entrepreneur or somebody that is empowering people needs to have that quality. Yeah, and stay on course, right? It's mm. it, just because like one thing didn't work, whether it's LinkedIn or whether you go for coffee with someone and, you know, have this like great idea, propose it and they say no, like just keep going. There's more opportunities. There's maybe different opportunities to explore. So um, don't stop just because like one thing didn't work. 
And that is that, you know, the whole never give up is, is always been my motto. But also the fact what you are saying too is, you know, reframe what that means. You know, no doesn't mean no, not ever, not anyone. It means not today, not now, not for me. You know, rejection, you know, to me is redirection and there's, it wasn't meant for you. And I think that people are so afraid to fail, especially women and women that I speak to that, as I said, are uber successful or have been successful and lost it all or are rebuilding. And I'm talking about any age, any stage. And it, it all, I'm sorry, but I keep going back to confidence, but um, it all goes back to that confidence. And it's like, no, you are a rock star. You've done this before. You're good. You're going to just move forward. And it's not, you and I both know success is not, you know, one paved straight highway to success. It's a dirt road, you know, uphill and it's a battle sometimes and it's okay. Right. Yeah. And so it, that's why we need women like you that will be there to educate, inform, lift, support, right? And that's sort of how, you know, the premise of I am unbreakable was all born because we need that, you know, men have it. They'll go out on a golf course and the biggest business deals were made, you know, during golfing. So ours is made and we connect in various ways, but we are, you know, face-to-face -face coffee, podcasts, phone calls, whatever, that sisterhood to me is so incredibly important. Yeah, it's so different. I mean, when you uh, said golf, it kind of triggered me because I remember being left out of like the the, the golf when, it, you know, earlier in my career, because it was like the, the five um, guys are going to go golfing and I'm just going to stay at the office. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's different. And unfortunately, maybe that hasn't um, changed that much for women. But what's really good is that we've found like different ways. And we, you know, we're a tight knit community and help um, each other. I think so too. And you know, like you said, it is about creating your community. And you know, I, as you know, I run in many different communities, because I think it's so interesting, you meet so many incredible people. And again, sort of what makes the the publication and the podcast different is, you know, there's a lot of uh, magazines or podcasts that will stick to, let's say, fashion only or food only or uh, tech. For me, everybody is so interesting, right? And so, yes, it is based around women. I've got some awesome male contributors that also, because I think if men support and champion their women, I think we succeed if we're in relationships and traditional relationships. We succeed when our partners, uh, regardless of gender, uh, lift us, right? Mm -hmm. And so I do find that us creating communities is is really a key foundation to our success oh yeah agree? absolutely and i mean i tell women all the time like you you have to go out there and out there means like it could be like this right online mm -hmm. or actually like in real life but um you cannot be doing this alone oh my gosh there's like so many resources and so many people that want to help um, when I hear women entrepreneurs telling me, um, I, 
I'm just like in in my office or in my home working on my yeah. business and I, I feel so alone. I like I I can't even believe that 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 is still happening because there's like so many opportunities and so many resources, especially in Canada. So I don't think anybody um, should be doing business or entrepreneurship um, alone. alone. But but at the same time, it's not going to happen if you don't like put yourself out there. Right. So you yeah. have to go and you have to build your own community, your own network. And and that is key. And, you know, you said a few really important things. And I just want to recap that quickly. You know, you said you have to put yourself out there. Like you said, it doesn't have to be on a podcast or, uh, you know, on a big stage initially. Um, but you can even go on to, you know, a summit and just be a participant and keep your camera off if that's like your thing, right? Um, you can't, it's just the interaction because you're right. Being an entrepreneur can feel very, very lonely. I know when I had started um, the private investigation agency, uh, being the first female in North America, I didn't know at the time. I was very confused why I was getting so much pushback from my peers and from our competitors and no mentors. Like there was one person that came to the table, Tommy, to this day, love him. Uh, but nobody wanted me within their community. It was very much a boys club. Like you said, it was the same as the golf. And I'm like, but wait, I bring so many different things to the table and you've already got such a great foundation in the industry, but hold on a second, there's more, mm -hmm. right? And now, as I've been in it, and now, as I said, it was years, and I tell this story all the time, I don't wanna bore people, but it was years into it that I realized I was the first female in North America. That would have made sense to me in the beginning, but I was so confused sort of trying to figure it out but then i sort of my thing was i put the blinders on and that's when i um because i didn't always have that um healthy boundary of not sort of focusing on the external it was really internally like what i was doing and what i was you know serving and giving back to others that was my focus but um that's when i set up that boundary for myself and if i could you know, sort of put anything out there that that is key to somebody's um, mental, physical, spiritual and emotional well-being is just to uh, make sure that, you know, you're in check and everything is good with you and everything external. There's always going to be noise. There's always going to be somebody. There's always going to be something. But if you can just not listen to it and not sort of put that in the forefront of everything, that would be great. But um, just to go back for a moment you know the evolution even 10 years ago 20 years ago is incredible and phenomenal that we have these amazing amazing rock star networks that we can be a part of like you can choose to be a part of yeah and there was something i was talking about with one of my acquaintances in one of my networks and um she was saying when when you're in like a tight um, network, like a strategic, and it has to be strategic, right? Because you can't mm -hmm. just be joining like every network. I totally understand how um, business owners don't have time to do that. So I always advise like join the ones that match up with your objectives. But when you do, and they begin to know your business, then 
they go out and they champion you, right? So you've just like increased your business development um, efforts or your sales team in a way because they will champion you. Um, but you have to like invest that time in sure. getting to know them as well so you can do the same for you. So it's a, a one to many, right? Yes, and I think what you said is really key and that, you know, for whoever is listening and is sort of at um, a crossroads and how do I take my business to the next level, you just gave them the secret. That is the secret for whoever's listening. The secret is get people to get to know you and because, I, you know, I can't say this enough. People are buying into founders. They're buying into CEOs. They're buying into people they're not buying you know your pretty branded website or your beautiful logo they're not buying into that they want to know who you are and like you said it's it's sort of a domino effect and you know obviously the uh magazine that you're contributing to our next issue is all about it's all about creating relationships mm -hmm. so i think what you're saying too is put in your time build the relationships everything else will come but one key mistake I find that, you know, people will say, well, you know, I went to like three networking events and I hate the word networking, sorry. Not that I hate it, I just don't use it. But I went to three events and, you know, nothing happened. I knew what you were gonna say. Three events yeah. in a month. Like, did you yeah. follow up? Did you go for coffee? Did you have a conversation? Did you wish them happy holidays? Did you, you know? So creating a relationship is not showing up one to three times or one to 10 times. It is about engagement. That's where you get your impact. It's about giving to others and expecting nothing in return. And that, that is really the secret too. Everything else will come if you're able to put that out there. Because people I find are very smart. The people that you're interacting with, they're bright. And if they feel that there's something salesy about you, you know, they know you're there. They know you're running a business. They know this is your livelihood. That's an, I think it's, it's an unspoken thing. Do you yeah. find that as well? Yes. And every question you're asking me, I feel like I, I have like a recent example of, yeah, of share. having that conversation with someone, but I, um, that one in particular, and it was about social media and building the, the brand. So a conversation I had um, yesterday and um, the the two guys, it was actually guys, business owners that I, I was talking to, but um, they were saying, well, you know, we, we never got sales um, off of LinkedIn, so, you know, we're, we're not doing it. I'm like, well, no, that's like, I, I wasn't telling you to like update your profile and um, post because you were going to get sales from it. Um, the way you would get sales from like paid ads, but um, it's it's like long term. You have to start investing, building um, your your brand. People get to know you. You um, you know share insights and advice, and then eventually they will want to buy from you because they feel like they know you, they trust you. Um, you know, there's all of that, but it's um, you know it's investing like long term you have to be ready uh to do this and uh whether it's like networking in person as well um you have to be ready to do it like long term and not expect that you're going to get something out of it 
um, you know, the very first or even second or third time you go to these events. Yeah, you know what, it, you're, you're spot on. And, you know, we invest so much time in our brand, creating a logo, creating colors, uh, beautiful marketing packages. It's the same, right? Exactly. Creating a relationship. Yeah. If you look at any friendship per se, there, there is a process. There is a process and it takes time and it takes effort. And I don't believe people with good intentions are ever like, you know what, I'm going to be this person's friend and I'm going to see if I can get this from them and that from them. It's kind of like, I want to give to this wonderful human being because I believe in them. And then it's reciprocated and beautiful things grow after that. You and I could talk about this forever. This is for sure a part two because it is so important for people to know to show up as often as you can, you know, as opposed to, and I hate to say this, scrolling through uh, social media for two, three hours, you know, take 20 minutes, take an hour to show up even to a virtual event, mm -hmm. get to know people, let people get to know you. So important. I have two quick questions before we go, because I know our time is almost sadly up. I wanted to ask you, what does it mean to you to be unbreakable? So when you hear I am unbreakable or the word unbreakable, what comes to mind for you? Um, and I stump everybody on this, by the yeah, way, because yeah. it, it's so like, there's so many ways that you could sort of think about it, but what would it mean to you? So if you either said to yourself, you know, uh, an affirmation, you know, I am unbreakable or unbreakable, I don't know, what, what does it mean for you? Yeah, I think it goes back to something we talked about um, earlier on in the conversation. And it's knowing that, like, uh, I'll use myself as an example, that I've gone through different things, that I've um, had some challenges and some success successes, but I, you know, I have survived them and even, like, done well. So it's... Um, looking back and knowing that none of those things have um, broken me, right? Mm -hmm. So therefore, I have what it takes to like keep moving forward. So whatever comes, um, I, you know, I, I feel I can take it on because I have done it in the past, not the same, like, I don't know what's coming, but I have that track record um, of, um, like myself being able to deal with um challenges so that's perfect yeah, that's, that's i love how that and you know it goes back to confidence too i feel that you have the confidence to know you've got the tools in your toolbox that when life goes sideways and it does it, you know that is life if people think that they're going to sail through whether it's personally or professionally and not be you know hit an obstacle a roadblock a struggle then that's not reality you are going to sort of come across those things you know hills and valleys and that sometimes there'll be you know bigger drops and sometimes there'll be bigger hills but um, i think what i'm hearing you say too is that i've done it i believe in myself i know that i'm going to get through it regardless of the obstacle because i've done it before so that is yeah. a beautiful way to show your confidence it's also, if I may add, it's also being like solutions focused, right? So 
I know that whatever comes my way, I'm going to try to find solutions to it. I'm not just going to sit there and accept it. So I am a solutions-based um, person and that's how I go out in the world. And that gives me the confidence to uh, face whatever's coming. That That's amazing. And, you know, I owe, I'm the same, you know, when people will tell, tell me and, you know, just exactly what you had spoken about earlier when they say, oh, well, I can't do it because I don't have time or I don't have whatever, you know, and I'm like, for every problem, I've got 20 solutions. They're like, how do you have that? I'm like, what's the problem first? And, and then they'll tell you and you're like, okay, well, maybe put your kids to bed 15 minutes earlier or wake up 30 minutes early. Like, do you know what I'm saying? I feel like there's always a solution. So the uh, fact yeah. that you say that, you know, you have said so many incredible, insightful things and thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. But saying that there's always a solution is such a great motto and such a great way to live because you're basically telling yourself, I got your back. Yeah. The, I want to go through life knowing that there's no problem out there that I'm not going to have solutions to like, they, they may not be the right solution or I may not think of them right away. Um, but I have to believe that there is a solution and an alternative or that there's someone I know in my network that can help me. So it goes back to the importance of um, building your networks. And surrounding yourself with like-minded people. In exactly. saying that, thank you so much for joining us today. I loved having you. I hope you're gonna return as a guest. I have so many additional questions for you. We're gonna go to part two. Thank you so much, oh, Stephanie. Thanks for having me. It's been like a pleasure to have this conversation. And yes, I'm totally on board with coming back. I have lots of other things to share. Thanks, Adrian. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.